Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Situation 
and I'm pretty sure you guys heard about it. You've seen it. We retweeted. You know, people retweeted it. You you know what happened where a certain actor, <clears throat> I don't know if we can say that certain actor's name, but it's a certain actor, an Emmy Award winner who recently celebrated an anniversary. He was on General Hospital. There you go. I said it. Um, mm-hmm. And a fan. Here's the thing. Again, like I said, if you're a soul fan, you have the right to tweet out your opinion about the show, character, couple, whatnot, as long as you do it in a reasonable manner. Now, if now me, Anthony, David, Pam, all of us, and you know, Caroline have all come on here and we talked to you about how to operate so Twitter. In other words, don't be nasty towards other people. Everybody has an opinion. It's a free country, okay? And you don't have to do bullying. We talked about this earlier this year about people, you know, guys, it's a fictional show. It's not real life. Um, There is stuff going on in the world right now that is far more important than, you know, these little fan wars. However, with that being said, you know, again, if you're going to tweet, make sure you take the actors' names out of it. Um, Because if if you're doing, if you're going to, Right. Well, not even that, but if you are going to tweet, you know, when you retweet, you know, retweet with a comment or comment below and everything, it has the actor's name. You actually can take the actor's names out, especially if you don't want, um, I mean, this is what I always say is when people do it and they do it for a negative response, you know that somebody's going to clap back. What happened earlier yeah. this week was, you know, uh, was it? It was it was kind of messed up because the fan was just saying and just speaking on their opinion of how they felt about the character. The person, that, the actor that we're talking about, literally was going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth until they had said, "Don't mess with their fan, their character's fan base." You you know, little mosquito and all that, or else they will clap back. Listen. And I, I really went off on Periscope when I said this. It goes both ways with soap Twitter, okay? We fans have a responsibility, but so does the actors. This is not yeah. the first time an actor has done this on soap Twitter. And it's really, it's kind of sad because, especially if you earlier this year was promoting and saying stop media, the bullying on social media, and now you kind of engage in it. Um, there was some, a lot of other things like, you know, there was more than one actor that was tagged in the, the, tw- the tweet. So it was like, okay, nobody else said anything because they have a responsibility as actors towards the show. When you do, th- here's the thing, these actors, and I, and I say this, even with us, okay, we like David and myself, along with Pam, Caroline and Anthony, we represent a brand. We represent Take Two Radio, okay? And we have to, you know, even though we're on Twitter and Periscope and stuff, we have, you know, we can speak our minds, but also we have to be mindful that we are representing a brand. Um, it goes with the actors on these shows. Yes, they have their personal Twitter account, and that's fine. But at the same time, you're representing a show. You're representing a network. You're representing a fan base. 
I personally didn't like what I had saw, but I also say this too, is that it, it went both ways. The actor in question should never even tweet it back. You don't, even if they, now unless they were, the fan was threatening the actor or um, saying, you know, nasty, harsh, you know, stuff to the actor, then yeah. But it was about a character. And I think, yeah. you know, we so fans, like I said, we can dish it out about these, look, there, uh, there's like a list of characters I don't really like but I respect the actors. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. And on top of that, I must say this, is that this could have been avoided if, and here's the thing. Okay, I'm pretty sure everybody knows who, who I'm talking about, but it was General Hospital. General Hospital and Frank Valentine does tweet out the actors' names when they do their description of the shows. They do, yes. And that kind of causes, you know, fans. I mean, everybody's going to comment, especially if they don't like the the storyline or whatnot. My thing is, and and a a lot of people have said it, is that they need to stop doing that. You know, Young and the Rustless, Bold Days doesn't really do that. I mean, they'll promote, you know, they'll talk about the description, but they don't tag. The actors in the soap in the description of the show, unlike you know, so I, yeah, so like I said, I mean, here's the thing. Yes, the actors shouldn't have clapped back. The fan had a right to say what they had said. However, I feel as though the GHPR people needs to take the actors' names out because it goes both ways. It, I, I mean, I'm just I'm just being real for a second. You guys know that. Um, I think they need to to do because then that way fans can still dish their opinions without ta- having the actors tagged in it for the actors to see. And you know, and I can't imagine. I always say this: if you're in this acting world, you have to have tough skin. Because if you don't right. have tough skin, then yeah, social media will eat you alive. I mean, Peter Bergman said it best. Don't pay attention to social media. However, you can't escape social media. So that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, so I, I wasn't aware who it was. I wasn't yeah. aware who it was. I never saw it, but I think mm-hmm. you you showed me later. Yeah. That, yeah and, that not, and I'm going to say this, too. It, and and here's another thing too, because I know somebody, because another show had this, where somebody actually, you know, look, I'm just gonna say this on both on on the side of of the actors. Don't be, how can I say this? Again, we soap fans are very passionate. We love the genre. We respect the genre. But like I said, we're very opinionated. And if you can't handle that, then I don't know what to tell you. And the flip side is us fans, we're our own worst enemies when it comes down to shows, to soap, couples, and everything. But just be mindful and respectful of what you say. And if you're going to say something nasty and whatnot, don't tag the actors. 
don't tag them at all. You can say hashtag YNR such and such without tagging anybody, such and such, oh my God, I can't stand the way that they're doing this scene. Da 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 da. Okay, you aired out your opinion. Keep it moving. If if it feels good for your soul, don't tag nobody though. <laughs> Unless you want a clap back. Unless you want them to comment back to you and then y'all go back and forth and then everybody's gonna retweet and everybody's gonna be like, Oh girl, no, you didn't. Oh my gosh, you can't clap back at Eric Braden because I'm just using Eric as an example. Don't do that. Oh my gosh, why right. would you do that? And no, you do not want no, trust me, because Eric Braden will eat you alive. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. More so, or less. That's so so that's my so that's my, my thing for tonight is soap Twitter is soap Twitter is like the best soap opera, but just yeah, be careful is. what you do. How you use Don't it. bully anybody. Yeah, know how to use it. It's enjoyable. It's fun. But like I said, it goes both ways. Fans and actors don't don't resolve to bull. Don't don't go and bully people because no, Mm-mm. we got enough of that in the world right now. No. Mm-mm. And but don't you feel like even hashtagging it, it would all link back to them anyway, and they might find um, it. Um, no, because if you're, I mean, here's the thing. And I mean, yeah, because you have some people who will actually go into the search engines to find if anybody's talking about them. But yeah. um, again, I mean, if you hashtag at least, I mean, I hashtag, you know, but I'm also mindful of how to say it. Because again, if you hashtag at least everybody, you know, if it's about that show, then yeah, you have a right to have that opinion. It it I mean it's now going to the point like I just said when people are searching to see if they're talking about you, and I'm like, wow, okay, you know, it's like we can't have an opinion about it. I mean, I'm pretty sure like everybody has an opinion about like the last uh what was it last week's ratings or this week's ratings mm. that came out, and. Yes. You know, I saw some people hashtagging that's a certain show and saying, gee, without these people, the ratings have gone up. And without tagging anybody and other people of that particular show was like, yeah, you know, and then it, it, it's the way you do it. Because if you just you constantly hashtag, yeah, if you constantly hashtag, I mean, like I said, you can have your opinion. Do it respectfully. Do it, you know, without being such a bully about it, and you're good. I mean, it's Twitter. Yeah, you... I mean, it's Twitter. It's Twitter, Facebook, Insta. It's, and per, I guess, well, Periscope doesn't count because they see me. So y'all yeah. see my face every single freaking day. <laughs> you're going to see it. no filters anymore. Yeah, you're going to see it. You know it's me. Like, oh, yeah, Candace You're going to see it. It's Candace. And uh-huh, one, thing, like, oh, one thing that I wanted to get out. One thing I want to get out, what I see out there, well, you see you see posts, and I'm going to incite people's fury once they hear what I have to say. But this, um, I see posts out there saying, well, what are, we got these writers have to go. These writers have to go. And Oracle will say, oh, look, we had a change in these writers. And let me let me clarify for you guys. Listen, the one show that we're talking about, 
that recently hit number one. All right. There wasn't, I don't know what writers you are referring to, but there has been one retirement and one promotion. The rest of the writers remain the same. And they're up for a W uh, a Writers Guild Award too. And we want to oh yes. yeah, by the way, we do want to congratulate uh the writing team of Young and the Restless, Days of Our Lives, and General Hospital for their uh twenty twenty Writers Guild Awards nomination. Um, uh, which they get that January, February of next year. And I'm confused too, you guys, because I'm like, what what happened to Bold? If any mm. show really, I mean, I I feel as though that's kind of a slap. I mean, I, that's look. I have so bold I, didn't I, get mm, one. Nope. We didn't get but one see, for bold. Years, we didn't get one for bold. Nope. Which I'm scratching my head about because I think was it last year? GH automatically got it because nobody else submitted. I think, or maybe it was the year before. But it's always usually two of the of the daytime dramas. But I for when I saw the you know because I'm an awards person, you guys. Uh huh. No. Um. When I saw GH, I was like, oh, okay. Days of Life. What? Young and the Rockers. What? I was like, oh my god, Bold and Beautiful. Let's. And they didn't do Bold, and I was like, if anything, Bold should. I mean, <sighs> I think all four soaps soap should have gotten recognized. But, mm. you know, yeah. Unless they didn't submit. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm kind of saying they did because all four, I mean, if if Bo didn't submit, then that would have been kind of like, mm. but for the other four, you know, I, I just feel as though we're down four. If it's something for for soap, all four should be just automatically in. Uh, it's sort of like the daytime submit. Emmys. Yeah. yeah. And see, Bold had really good material this year to submit. I'm just saying. If anything, they should submit. I'm, you know what? Can we get Bradley Bell on the show? We got, we didn't need to talk. We need to talk to him. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so oh, on our show. What? Yeah. He said, "Wish I had connections." Yeah, we need to we need to figure this out. Like, why wasn't Bold? But I mean, you know. But again, congratulations to them. But yeah, yeah, David. I mean, I I see those posts all the time too. I'm like, okay, and this and and the sad truth is, okay, this is a moment of re, of the reality of the soap genre. Sadly, we're it's like a hamster wheel, okay, the soap mm-hmm. genre. And by that, we mean that it's been the same people in the industry for that's been in the industry for like 20 plus years that's still at these yeah. shows. I mean, God bless them. But it's like when, all right, I'm going to just take Young and the Ruffles because Young and the Ruffles is on number six right now. In the last couple of years, we've been at what six head writers, various head writers, and executive producers. Oh, okay. Boy. And yeah. Yeah, right. I know it, it sounds when you when you sit down and you think about it, and you just think about the years, you know, and it's like, dang, wait a minute. Each year, uh, there's been you know a different person at the, at the helm, and I see people saying, you know, they want Josh out. Okay, 
And then there was this rumor on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it, Dave, that Steve Kent allegedly had a, a meeting with Dina Higley, who used to run Dave's yep, Lives. Y'all you. know, you know. Right. That's so, when I asked like you. I, I said, heard saw that. Uh-huh. And here's the reality. The reality is when she left Days of Our Lives, so many, so many people said she's coming to Young and the Rustless. Because reality, this is r- real talk here. When one person leaves a show, whether it's a writer, executive, director, nine times out of ten, within the next three months, they're going to be on the other show. And that is where the, there's becoming an issue. I can go down the list right now of so many people that I wish would come back to this genre that own daytime. The number one person on everybody's lips was Wendy Rich. God oh. bless that woman. If Wendy, I remember Wendy, that. And if y'all don't know who era. Wendy Rich is, right, yep. if you don't know who Wendy Rich is, all I got to say is go on YouTube, go to Oh no. no! I mean, we can go. We can go from there. We can go from Emily Elizabeth, you know, rape the revisit of Luke and Laura. Just the '90s was her. That was her era. And you know, now she's on the Bay. Hi, Wendy. Um, but she's one of the per- people, you know, that. God, if she came back to Gates, oh, my gosh, I would probably pass out crying. Um, the thing is, like I said, it's a hamster wheel of people who's been in this industry who recycles a lot. Look, this genre is about recycle storylines, but it's the way you can do it. There's only been three people, and I said this, I think I said this last night on, on Periscope, that has come, that's come into this genre to try to change it up a little bit, spice it up a little bit, as I would like to say. The first person who's right still in the, the game mark. is Ron Carter. Yeah, is Ron Carter Vadi. Here's the thing. As the last graduate of the Agnes Nixon School of Writing, and I always call it that because, you know, Ron worked with, with Agnes over one life. He saw what Agnes did for this genre. Agnes Nixon is the mother of social issues. Ron is living life right now. He sees what's going on in the world. He's put he's he's combining real world with so real world, okay? And look at what he's done. He has singly sing, well, I mean, there's other people on the writing team of days, but he has taken days to a point where people are running to watch it on television, on demand, on NBC.com. Dave single-handedly in the last two years has become that soap that is like, oh, my God, did you watch that today? Like, oh, my God, I can't believe what's going on. Oh, my God. He is making Dave's hot property. And if you don't believe me, even though the ratings hasn't shown it, you go on social media right now. You, I mean, people are talking about Dave. And not only that, they want an Emmy for that show. Yeah. And they won for that I, I mean, Days has become that soap that whether you are, if you're watching all four soaps, Days is your must-see right now. And if you're not watching Days, you have people who's telling you to watch Days, like um, 
like David, you need to watch Days of Our Lives. Yeah. It's changing lives right now. Um, I mean, it, <sighs> Days is so good right now. Days is breaking out of the mold, too. Um, the second person who passed away early this year, and I still can't believe it, is Hogan Shepherd, who was Hogan. the head writer. Yeah. He, oh, yeah, Hogan, thank you. He was on S. Walt Turns. He also did, um, he was over in Days for a little bit. Well, like, you know, um, he was over on Young and the Restless as well. This is a man who literally did not watch soap operas. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for laughing because I think this is like one of those stories that is just like. It's one of those. It, it, it is one of those stories. It is one He's of those. Like the the way I'm going to set it up. Well, the way I'm going to set it up is is that if it was happening in 2018 or 2019, the way that social media is, this yeah. would have been like, like, well, part, like, what do you mean? He didn't know nothing about a soap opera. Pretty much Procter & Gamble gave him two options, John Light or S. Turns. Which one you want to work at? That's unprecedented. You never hear anybody else say that. Are you serious? So like, okay. Yeah. I never knew that. He, not, he, not, he said in the interview, he said that they came by day, Procter & Gamble and CBS, has said, well, which soap, you know, would you like to, you know, do? And he said, I never watched neither one of them, so he picked S. Turns. This is round two, the 99-2000 era, when S. Turns seriously yeah. was a snore fest. And, I, look, I love John Lightning and S. Turns. Y'all know that. But I will admit that was yeah. the year because, you know, that was, S. Turns was the, if that year they were coming off of the Another World transplant. That's what I call it. Because Another yeah. World, you know, transplanted into Oakdale, and nobody was feeling it. But Hogan came over bit. there. Yeah. Hogan came in, he switched up, he gave us Rose, he gave us Lillian Rose, Rose, Paul. I mean, he livened that show up. Yes, son, Katie, oh my gosh, Henry. I mean, he literally put life. Barbara and Barbara full of flames and with uh a gothic face. Jumping out the window. Yup. I mean... He literally changed as the world turns, and yes, he even did some things on, on Young and the Restless. And sadly, you know, a lot of people was like turning their nose up at him because when he said he didn't know anything about this genre, they were like, "Then what are you doing running a soap opera?" Well, that's because at that time, new blood was needed. The final person, yeah. the most controversial person, to go over to Young and the Restless. Was Mal Young? Yes. Like I said, Ma, when he first there's nothing when, wrong with Mal. It's just he took he took chances and right. um, he gambled. Well, the, well, another thing too is I see. Here's the thing: most of us soap fans who watch the Young and the Russell's Bolt and Days, we also watch the over. Well, I can speak for myself. I, you guys know I watch digital series like Anacostia, mm-hmm. Ladies of the Lake, The Bay. I watch also right. um, over the sea stuff like Holly Oaks, Home and Away, and, and MSL stuff like that. The digital and overseas shows take so many chances that it makes the four soaps, and I say, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but it makes it look. They make them look so like, are you, like fake, and in a sense that you know, David. You, you and me, we we remember the soaps from like the eighties and nineties when the soaps took chances, and they was yeah. like 
They had time. You know, right. Like, they were doing things that nighttime shows were afraid to do. Like, daytime was yep. literally, the phrase was, daytime is where it's at. And if you're not watching, you need to. And now it's kind of like, um, are y'all afraid to do it? So with Mal, because he was over on um, Holly Oaks and overseas and stuff, so I knew who, what he could do. And I remember when Mal Young was named head writer, I said, and I quote this, quote it from myself, Young and the Russell's fans are not ready for what he's going to do to that show, his ideas. And the thing is, is that he did take chances. Some worked and some didn't. And I think that that said a lot about us daytime fans. I made a, a statement saying that we have been conditioned to do the who's your daddy storylines, the the yeah. cheating storylines, the love triangle storylines, instead of really engaging in bigger storylines, like a character coming back and not being the same person he was five years ago. Um mm-hmm. Death. Death happens. There were so many. I, I mean, I I see what a lot of people were saying when he when he came over, and I saw what he was trying to do. It's just right now with this genre, I feel as though there's so much more. And as we head into the new year, I'm hoping all four shows can grow and move forward. This year they kind of did it. They kind of did it, and then they some of them scaled back. But I can't. I'm I'm actually getting excited because I see possibility. Young and the Russells, we need to talk later, though. But the other shows, I see possibilities for. So there you go. Yep. There we there we have it. That's that's our commentary for tonight. There you go. Everybody, good night. <laughs> so, all right, so what soap you want to talk about? I'm, I'm game. Okay, why don't why don't we start off in Los Angeles in the fashion world? Oh, okay. Bold and beautiful. Oh, man, well, woo, what do we woo, have? that's a movement. So we yeah, have, we got a divorce oh. in progress. Oh. Again, um, you know, here's the thing: Brook and Ridge, Ridge and Brook, Bridge, as they like to say, Bridge, Destiny, Forever. I must say, this feels different. I know I, oh, I joke about this all the time, but it did feel different because it's not about them per se; it's, it's more so them. of the children. It's the children now. It is now lead up all this stuff that has gone on for years regarding their children and their actions and certain things. This is what has caused, in my opinion, the, the split. Is that is different um, parenting skills, if you must say. You know, you have Hope, um, you have Brooke, who. She's protecting hope, and at the same time, she's trying to let Ridge see that, uh, hello, your child is a little crazy, 
And Ridge is like, no, not everything is about you. And Thomas, he may need help, and that's because of me and my mistake. But you can't say that, Brooke. So, yeah, I kind of is, it, but Thorsten and Catherine has been given some amazing work. So I I do feel a little different about it, yeah. And then you have Ridge being a hypocrite and kissing in with Shauna, which Thomas is happy about. Yeah. They, he can't, well, I don't know. He, I think there's a part of me that says he he wants to change for the better. And there's another part of me that says he doesn't care to change for the better. So I'm oh, sort no, of... Oh, Thomas doesn't care. <laughs> you don't think he cares? I mean, here's the thing. I, I mean, I think I know Thomas is... You, you think he does? Well, I know he wants this divorce. Oh yeah, Thomas is like is like captain of team divorce. Yeah. <laughs> when Rich when he, Rich when broke. Rich said it. Yeah, he's like he's like, give me a D, give me an I, give me a Z, O, R, C, E. What's that spell divorce? Like if he could, he would probably do that, folks. I you know what? I think Thomas is trying okay, I will say this. I think Thomas is acting like he wants to be better for the sake of hope. Right. But I think he is still the same schemer. Like, he's scheming. He is so scheming. And the thing is, is that I like it. I I know so many people yeah. like, Thomas was never like this. And I'm like, are you watching the same show? Because I remember Thomas trying to burn down the house. Um. Yeah, I do too. I'm just, right. So I'm enjoying the scheming of Thomas, but I want to know from you, David, because Ridge made a comment of saying that he wants Thomas and Steffi to work together because they're hmm. family. Do you think, because you also know Steffi kind of still wants Liam too. Um, do you think Steffi's going to be so, um, I mean, okay, let me see how I'm going to word it. Do you think Steffi will accept and adapt to Thomas once and if the truth comes out about what he did to Liam? And by that, I mean, remember, he drugged Liam, and that eventually, mm. ended, you know, made Liam and Stuffy sleep together, which caused Stuffy to think that Liam and her had another chance or should have another chance. Hmm. Um, I think she'll be different. I don't think she'll she'll be so... Uh, I don't think she'll uh, accept him if she found that right. part out. No, she's she's on the she's barely on the fence now. Mhm. I 
I'm just curious if they're if I I wonder if they're going to even I I I would suspect they would address that of what Thomas did to Liam. Only reason is because I feel as though everything that Thomas has done needs to be already laid out on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we already know what he did, you know, to Hope when he said he felt, you know, now you know what it's like to keep a secret and be afraid of, you know, the consequences when we believe that Thomas was dead, even though we kind of knew he wasn't, but okay. Um, So now you have the sister. Like, I feel as though we've seen the Hope side of it. I just would like to see more of the stuffy stuff. Because yeah. to me, when I'm watching Stuffy, I'm like, okay, even though you ain't forget, you you said you weren't going to do A, B, C, and D, you're doing A, B, C. Like, you're talking to Thomas for the sake of Ridge. You're going to work this guy. You know, it's like, all right, this man also kept the secret from you. And, okay, I'm just like, wow, well, okay. Like, the only thing y'all got in common is taking down the Logans, which I'm like, um, you yeah, know, okay. Like, all right, okay. Whatever. So, yeah. But I just was I was just wondering about that because I know some other people have said that too. They're they're wondering how Stuffy will react to that if that does come out. Especially, I I would love to see. I know if when Liam finds out, he's going to punch him. So I already no doubt Liam is going to go after him. I wouldn't be oh, surprised yeah. if Bill goes after him too. And so. maybe Wyatt. Yeah, well, Wyatt, um, let's see, Wyatt needs to, well, you know what, see, you brought up Wyatt. I think Wyatt has his own issues to worry about right now. Um, yeah, he does. Because, okay, can we talk about it, about this whole Sally yeah. Liam thing? Okay. Yeah. So, right. you know. Wyatt and Sally, you know, are, are getting married, you know, Masako. Uh, but at the same time, you know, like Sally has said, you know, have you completely, you know, forgotten, you know, about Flo? You know, Flo is somewhere in the world. I really don't want her to come back, but apparently she is coming back soon. Um, so, you know, Wyatt, who, as we all know, was yin-yang, just like every other man on Bowling and the Beautiful, yin-yang between two yeah. women. Um I didn't think why it would be like that, but oh well. So you know, again, if you go back, he he's like, well, you know, Flo is my friend, and Flo didn't mean this. And Sally's like, um, well, how would you act if you know da da da? So long yeah. story short, they kissed, and Sally said Liam's name. And at first, we thought, oh, this is like you know, mm. like oh, you know, now why you know? But apparently, that was a real situation of Sally saying Liam's name. So <sighs> I wonder if it was a, just a typo or I wonder but knowing this show <laughs> I'm like okay because to me that came out of left field. I mean yeah we all remember was it been two years now when Sally kissed Liam and Liam kept it kept the secret from from Steffi, which caused Steffi to sleep with Bill, which caused, you know, us to wonder if the baby was really, if baby Kelly is really Bill's or Liam's or whatnot. But I 
I was like, wait a minute, okay, I see what Bold is doing, and I'm kind of wondering, are they going to, in 2020, going to go down the Liam and Sally road? Hmm. Well, let me Which see. Which would make Sally's no sense to me at all. going to be working with Steffi. Right. Hmm. And, right. I'm just thinking because the way I'm seeing it, and, David, I don't know if you're, if you're taking notice here, but I'm seeing some chemistry. Well, I mean, I already saw it, but they're really playing up Hope and Thomas. They are. I see that. Right. And then I was thinking, okay, with Flo returning, and you have Sally and Wyatt in their state right now, are they going to go ahead with Wyatt and Flo? Which means Steffi will be without a man unless they go ahead with a, and I'm going to, well, shoot, I'm going to call it, in 2020, I think Bold and Beautiful is going to do Sally, Liam, and Steffi. Because if Steffi mm-hmm. and Sally are working together, yeah. and Liam, like, you know, like, I don't know how or, you know, but I just have a feeling they're going to try to revisit Sally and say that Sally had felt like, had lingering, like, deep feeling for Liam that we didn't know about. When it should have been really Thomas, but that's that's another story for another day. Yeah, but Thomas has his. I mean, he has he's working on hope, but but also feel bad for Zoe. Zoe. Yeah. They kind of dropped it. Unless they're going to use her as a ooh. I wonder if she's going to be a pawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder if she's going to still blow up Force of Creations because you know that's been my my end game for her. Like. You just blowing blow up, it? like. No, I mean, I just would love, I just would love to see her do that. I mean, I always said that Zoe should have been like a, a, um, a modern day Kimberlyn Shaw from Merrill's Place, and just oh, blow geez. up Force uh-huh. of Creation. Like, and, and you know what? It, you know what? I did put this in existence. I did say it should be doing a fashion show, and somebody crosses Zoe, and Zoe just snaps and blows up Force of Creation. Oh God, that would <laughs> that would be on a cliffhanger <laughs> Friday, unless 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 the people here and take it off. I mean, no, oh, like Bold needs Bold hasn't done that in a while. They haven't really done a uh, like a a major like. Sh- I mean, the last shocker. Yeah, I mean the I mean Bold usually does something. I mean, but. I mean, that would be like, you know, I don't know. Bill blowing like, up that would be... Spectre Fashion. That was probably the last one. Yeah. I would love to see, I don't know why I would love to see Force of Creations get blown up. I don't know where that comes from, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> blow it up, I guess blow it up. It comes from Melrose Place Frenzy. It it does that, and because well, I mean, the last time that they did, well, I'm really trying to think for the for a fashion show, like something that be like jaw dropping, like people talking about it. I still go to when Brooke unveiled Brooke's bedroom line at the fashion show. Oh. Yeah, oh, like God, something like like so, right, 
yeah, like something. I can see something happening at this the next Forrester Creations fashion show. Like, I guess they're going to go hope, you know. And Stuffy, you need to stop trying to be like other people and come up with your own creations. <clears throat> Sorry. I might be team hope on this, even though I don't like the outfits. But I think they're cute. <laughs> they're nice. They're nice. They're nice. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, would, I would rock. I would rock the outfit. I would, but it would be like my uh, like top pick. I mean, it would be it would be casual day for me if I wore one of Hope's collections with the ruffles and stuff. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That would be. Say, well, that would be something. Right. So, do you think that Sean and Ridge have a chance? Do you think they're going to make it to Valentine's Day? Sean and Ridge. I don't know. I think he's going to be fighting it. He's still got Brooke on his mind, but I think she's going to do her best. I don't mm-hmm. know. And if you got Quinn cheerleading. <sighs> Which, I don't even get that. I'm like, Quinn, it wasn't too long ago that you was kissing Ridge, too. So, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, your sister vomiting over somebody who's kind of messed up a family. Like, I just, I don't know what, I really don't know what, that's probably my gripe of the year. What has they? What have they done to Quinn? They've been, you mean she's been a little milk toast? Like they declawed her. She they had declawed claws. Her. They declawed Quinn. Yeah, I remember. I don't know this Quinn. She's like the only time. When, when was the last time you seen those claws come out with her and Sally? <sighs> no, last year. Last year. When her and Sheila was it last year with Sheila and her, and and last year when we You're thought she killed it. Katie, yeah, I mean, I oh yeah, I that, feel so yeah, that's the year yeah, before I think. Yeah, okay, so, so I mean, look at this point, I would say here's the thing, bold. Listen to us here. Take two. Listen, 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 Claire. Let's just listen, okay? I'm just gonna put this out there in the world too. I would like to see Thomas and Shauna. And the reason is, is because, I mean, yeah, we got Thomas and Hope, but I can see Thomas and Shauna kind of working together. Like, you know, Thomas yeah. wants Shauna to, to, you know, make a play for Ridge. At the same time, I feel as though there's going to be some business and pleasure mix mixing in, in each other's orbit. So I can see oh, yeah. where there's like a one-night thing happening. It's not going to be like a whole, you know, like, you know, I can see that, and both the beautiful, if you love me, and if you love Take-Two, and you love the Soul fans, you know by now that one of the most popular couples that some fans actually said that wasn't bad was Quinn and Liam. Even though oh, the storyline, even though the storyline involving Liam and Quinn was kind of <laughs> in it, um, look, we said what we said, Quinn did take advantage of somebody who did not have that memory. However, Scott Clifton and Rennes Topher had amazing chemistry. So, 
Bald and Beautiful is known to do things outside of the box that cause people to talk. Why not? Hmm. Give me look. Here's the thing. If Brooke, if Brooke is alone right now, because this week I also saw a couple that I still have a, a soft spot for Brooke and Eric. I think yeah, I, John McCook and Catherine Kellane have great chemistry too. And they're best. Right. And not only that, but Brooke and Eric has had each other's backs for so long. Like Eric knows Brooke's mistakes, achievements. Brooke also knows Eric's achievements and, you know, failures. I I wouldn't mind if, you know, they re I said this earlier this year, I thought they were gonna do it is to have Brooke and Eric, you know, again, and have, you know, Brooke's picture on the mantle, have her. I mean, really, oh, Brooke she, is the matriarch of the forces. She is. I mean, say is. what you want. You know, people said Shauna is the new Brooke, and Brooke is the new Stephanie, which I, I agree with. I think Stephanie's imprint is on Taylor, Brooke, and, and Stephanie. Even Hope, too. But I just would love to see if the destiny doesn't match, then fate steps in. I, that's what I call Eric and Brooke sometimes is fate. Because they get each fate. other. Yeah. They so get each other. So if destiny doesn't work, yeah. So that's why I said, like, destiny, because that's what Brooke and, and Ridge are, right? Destiny, right? Then fate. Brooke and Ridge are needs destiny. To work out. Yeah. yeah. Destiny forever. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah. But other than that, I mean, that's bold and beautiful in a nutshell. You got Hope, Thomas, Wyatt, Sally, Liam, the babies, the cutest kids on, sorry, the cutest kids, seriously. Those babies are cute. Yeah. So. That's they it. are. Oh, no and, Rick, and no Maya. Katie, we, oh. we have to see more Katie. Um. 2020, Katie better not have another broken bone. Her <laughs> heart, her liver, her kidney, her brains better be working. Because at this point, I don't. that's something else I don't get. Bone and beautiful. You have Heather, freaking Tom, Don Diamond on your show, and nothing. I mean, Liam's back at Spencer Publications. Yay. Yay. But nothing. <laughs> and I nothing. get it because Heather's time was down, was directing. I, I know she's like doing her directing, but seriously, that's my other pet peeve of Bold and Beautiful. Whenever we do the best, if we ever do a best and worst, that is my worst. Yeah. Is that Bold, you couldn't have a story for Heather Tom and Don Diamond at all. Hmm. I mean, you had story, but it wasn't. It was. We got to see more continuation uh, from the well, kidney donor. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Flo has maybe come back. For yeah, well, yeah, well, Katrina's coming back because she. I think she's done. I think she's done filming her movie because that's why she was off. She was filming a movie. So she should be coming back. I'm gonna say probably, uh, probably early. I'm gonna say maybe early next year. Yeah. Hmm. So that's why I said like with Wyatt, I have a feeling with the Sally and Wyatt, 
they're going to have Sally, Suffy, and Liam. While Thomas and Hope, yeah, yep, mm-hmm. yep. And then you heard it here, folks. From we, take two. Uh, we're, we're leaving Wyatt out of the picture. Well, Wyatt's going to be trying to fight his feelings for Flo. All right. I think that's what I think that's what's going to I think I think between Sally spending time over Foresters and seeing Liam or you know what or not I think whatever Wyatt does with Flo is going to make Sally go into Liam's direction. Yep. Mm. Yep. Mhm. Yeah. Because Wyatt, because you can tell that Wyatt still has feelings or something for Flo when it goes back to the scene earlier this year when Bill, had, Bill, Justin, and Liam said, oh, Flo needs to pay for, his, for her crimes. What do you think, Wyatt? And Wyatt was like, well, she didn't mean to get caught up in it. And it's like, okay, Flo did this to your family, and you're still defending her. And like Sally X, do you still have feelings for her? So it's kind of like, all right, Wyatt has been drinking the same Kool-Aid as Liam, Bill, uh, Ridge, Eric, Thorne, you know, all the guys, sorry, um, and kind of waffling between the two women. Like, okay, you dump Sally for Flo. Flo leaves, leaves you, you know, does something, and you go back to Sally. So I think Sally knows why it's not completely overflow? I think why it doesn't real. I don't think why it really is over him, over her. So that's why I said I, I have a feeling that there was. I mean, there's no reason. I mean, what else? How else would you explain Sally saying Liam's name? Like of all people, like she could have said Thomas. At least Thomas and Sally had a six month relationship. You know, and like Sally told Thomas, I forgive you. Like, I don't know what's going on, but at least, you know, Thomas and Sally was cool. But for her to say Liam? Mm. I don't know. Liam, I, I, always, I, I even tweeted this to Scott Cliff, and I said, Liam is the new Ridge. I said, all the ladies oh, love <laughs> Just about. It's true. Just about. Just about. Sally kissed him. Sally kissed Sally him. Kissed him. Safi, Hope, Quinn. Quinn, oh Lord. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you, though. He's got, well, he's so, still waiting for Pam and uh, Pam, Brooke, Bridget to come back and. Yeah. Brooke, <laughs> Shauna, Donna. Maya. Oh Lord! If mm. there's something oh, yeah, I need in the to water, start putting out the milk. Car- I need to put out a, 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 a what is it? A, a silver alert? It's, no, that's for the older people. A amber, not an amber alert. I need to put out some kind of alert. If anybody, if our listeners have seen Maya Forrester, uh, last seen, oh God, it's been a minute. Uh, with her daughter Izzy Lizzie, uh, please contact us. Uh, we would like to see Maya on the Bold and the Beautiful. And if you have also seen Rick Forrester, last known whereabouts was in Paris. 
please give us a heads up because we we like to see him too. I'm still another thing is bold and beautiful. Are you going to address why um why uh, Rick and Maya had a divorce? I hope so. Yeah. I thought I thought that was in planning stages for last month. I don't and know if something behind the scenes happened or maybe they haven't what? found the Rick. I know that Justin Torkelson has been at the studio visiting last sometime earlier this year. So I bet right. you they were talking about it. I guess we can it. rule that out. Well, see, I'm going to rule it out because unlike, you know, with Days of Our Lives with Jay um, Johnson, <clears throat> who I'm so happy is back at Philip. <clears throat> I thought mm-hmm. the same thing, too, when I saw Justin. I was like, oh, okay, so Justin's going to reply, you know, re- you know, prize the role. But they never follow through, so I'm like, um, uh, what are you guys doing? Because I think fans are kind of, they, they feel jilt. They feel a certain um, slap in the face, especially the Rick and Maya fans who were yeah. so invested and both invested in this couple. And then all of a sudden you say they got a divorce. Like, okay. <clears throat> Without explanation. So, yeah, we want an we want know. an explanation. Yeah, we want answers, people. Don't make some of us get on an airplane and come to California. I'm joking. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Candace Wood. <laughs> Candace Wood. I would. Candace Wood. I'm a good one. <laughs> <laughs> if CBS would like to be come out back for a studio <laughs> tour, I'd be great. So, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much you know bone and beautiful in a nutshell. Like, what will happen? Stay tuned. Let's stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Should we stay on CBS? No, I think we need to hit Port Charles because Port Charles has been on fire lately. Seriously, it has. on fire lately. Um, and we got and we have to address that number one. Oh my god. I uh, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Dreams for GH fans came true because GH did something that they haven't done in what over what over twenty years? Has it been twenty years? Nineteen eighty one was it? Nineteen eighty one. Um they Is that Luke and wedding? I, I mean, I, no, they had the ratings. I want to say it was around that time frame. Yeah, of 81. It might have been for Luke and Laura. But they tied in the 1849, am I saying that right? 1834 30, or 1849 women's, women's demo. I think so. They tied. They tied. Yeah, they, they tied with Younger and Rockless right. for number one. They increased their ratings to become number one, the number one soap. Not not the nails. Okay, let me explain this because some people's like, wait a minute, so does that mean Young and Russell's isn't the number one soap anymore? 
for the week that they were talking about. Well, yeah, what is the, the week? Demo. I didn't get the week. So it was the okay. So wait a minute. <clears throat> wait a minute. Let me get this. Okay, talk about yourself real quick. So it was two weeks ago. Okay, it was two weeks ago. All right. Now here's the thing. I'm gonna clear this up right now because some people made a valiant point about this. As we know, in the last three weeks, some of the shows have been preempted due to the impeachment hearings. Um, some oh. shows have been seen on um, their networks respectfully and because of the time zones, and some has not. Some um, have been put on the app. Right, and some were seen on, like, the regular networks. It, again, you know, the time zones, you know, like on Eastern, you know, Western and all this stuff. So yeah. here's the deal. That played a huge part in this. Because CBS Soaps was preempted, GH was shown in various, like I said, and days as well on various time zones. Anyway, in the household division, like I said, GH increased their, uh, the viewers, you guys, by like over a thousand, like over a hundred, I think it was. Meaning that they actually tied, again, the household day by day, with Young and the Rustless. So they tied with Young and the Rustless in two key demographics. Unprecedented. I'm mm. going to say this. This is what happens when you have some, when you when a network, I got to give ABC credit, says, you know what, we need to change some things around because obviously something isn't working. General Hospital fans have been kind of, we've been getting spoiled. I ain't going to lie, we have been getting spoiled. With Dan O'Connor, who knows the history of the show, he's somebody else who worked with Ron Cotavati and uh, some other people. He has taken it into his um, his job-setting mind, whatever you want to say it, to try to get GH back to the good graces of what GH is. And for us so fans, we've been saying for years, instead of having new characters come on, we need some of our fan favorites. We got Nicholas Castadon. We got Brooklyn back. Brooklyn Ashley. We we said about the younger set, we needed a younger set. And then we got the best gift of all, which is coming next week, in case, unless there's preemptions. Tracy yeah. Quarterman, ladies and gentlemen. Jane Elliott, okay? Yeah, Jane is coming, coming back. And we're seeing more, and David, I don't know if you noticed this about GH, we're seeing more family storylines. Mm-hmm. We're not we seeing what we saw before. I mean, we got stuff that's happening with the Cassadines, in a sense. Um, we're seeing stuff with the quarter mains now. Like, the quarter mains. The quarter mains, David. We're, we're seeing, seeing the quarter, quarter mains. We're seeing them everywhere you look. It's a quarter main. Um, the show is is they're rebuilding and they were rewarded. And I must say, GH, I am watching GH more than I am now than I was before. Um, because I'm so I'm like, there's some storylines that I that I know that Dan and Chris are wrapping up, 
tying it, like yep. this whole Franco Drew storyline. I thought it was going to mm-hmm. go on till like two more years because you know that's that's how the show's been. But I'm, I love the dynamic of having Scotty being the grandfather. Like I'm just like, oh my oh, god! Oh, I god. love like, that. Like, I'm like, when he called this. himself like, your step granddad. General Hospital, can you please address to Cameron who his dad is? Literally, can we do that? I mean, just saying flashbacks. Uh, <clears throat> but no, I'm just General Hospital is so good. So let's let's just uh just talk about it. I mean, I'm 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 I'm, I'm actually happy about GH right now. So GH I am was happy again. about it too. So like, and, so, and you so, saw so, me. What, what are you liking? What am I liking? Well, you saw me on uh-huh. Periscope, and yeah. I, I, and I gotta say, I ta- they were both tagged, the show, and they were both tagged when I made my post on Twitter. Uh-huh. That what, and they both liked it too. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I, I like to say that we got two of the most likable characters on there. Yeah. To, they're, they're new, but once again, you know, Lucky and Liz were new ones. Yeah. Um, so two likable characters who are showing a responsibility. And I, ne- I didn't see it steer this way, but they were using them as a vehicle for good family planning. Yeah. And oh my god and like like you saw on my on my Twitter it says who needs who says that you always have to have drama and good storytelling when yeah. they just were just honest. That and, was honest and the, emotion. It, yeah, it was. And the thing is, is that, you know, and we're talking about um, Willow and Chase here, is that, you know, I, first and foremost, those are two characters that, you know, out of the sea of newbies, they actually mesh well in the rotation of GH characters. In other words, you know, they have their own identity. And I think because of the storylines that they were connected to, people did, you know, gel well with them. They weren't really shoved down our throats as much, and they weren't so no, they much weren't. full of drama. They weren't full much of, of drama. Um, I I like them. I do. Um, I think the way I see it is you're right about the, you know, the way that they're was honest and and the thing is you do need a couple to be honest instead of the you know couple that is like full of of hopes and dreams and lollipops and rainbows because that doesn't work sometimes and in the situation oh my gosh I'm still uh about that baby um yeah it is it's good and and you're seeing their growth like Chase has definitely grown since he started. He has. 
and so has Willow. Willow Willow has also, you know, grown too. So uh, I'm wondering, like, I, I want to know what their game plan is for, for them on the show as far as story goes. I'm sure because they'll these be, are two promising ones. This is, oh yeah, especially like when more of the truth comes out. Oh, especially about that baby. Oh, that's gonna be. That's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough. Yeah, that's, that's gonna, be, gonna be a tough one. It's gonna be a crier. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm yeah, sure yeah, he's yeah, gonna yeah. be there for her. Exactly. But. I think so. I'm actually interested in them. Yeah. Oh, what the? But but with those little rumors that you say that that the uh, Jonah reveal would tear them apart. Um, Um, I did read that was. Did you see something written like that? I saw something like that. I saw something like that. I don't. I have to say. Well. Do you think do you think they're not going to do it, or do you what do you think? I don't think it'll tear him apart because there's still uh, Sasha in the mix, right? They're, you know, Sasha's in there now. So, but they said that it said that Michael and Chase will battle over Willow, and I don't see that because right now he's in love with Sasha. I can't see it now. First of all, I can't see I'm, anyone I'm, replacing Chase in her with her. Well, here's the thing. I don't think I think that they will take a moment to separate because I think I think Willow is going to need time to adapt and accept what has been told to her. Because she's been thinking one thing, and it turns out to be a completely different story. So she needs that space. Not like a breakup or anything. It's just, you know, and if Chase respects her, which I think he is, he's going to give her that time to just, okay, I'm here for you. But, you know, you, you need to, like, you know, I can see that kind of thing happening where, Willow is like I just need I just need some time to figure all this out and and if that means I you know like just kind of just having that moment to herself. Now I will be shocked if General Hospital wraps this baby storyline up by mid January of next year. I think this baby storyline has ran its course. Um, for Michael, here's the thing: I need for GH to give Chad Duel something Emmy worthy for the following year because I feel as though as a promising quartermate and yes folks I'm saying this I've always said Michael needs a setback and there needs to be a reason for a setback I feel as though he's unlucky in love because the thing is with him and Sasha the actress who plays Sasha I like her but Sasha and Michael don't gel at all to me I'm just like why like, <laughs> why? Um, when Michael does find out the truth, first and foremost, I really do think there's going to be a custody battle between Lucas 
and Michael, which is going to put Bobby, Carly, and everybody that they both love in the in middle the of it, of, of the whole thing. Um, I think that Michael, once he finds out he's a father, I'm actually interested in seeing how who parenting skills is he going to take from. Is he going to be like Jason in the sense of protecting the child, but at the same time letting somebody else raise the child? Is he going to be like Sonny? Is he going to be even like AJ? Like trying to force the thing, you know, like this is the, this now this is where it's going to get interesting at because not only are you going to have Michael with a child, but keep in mind who is the grandmother who is going Carly. to dictate, right? Who's going to probably dictate how that child is being brought up? But it's going to be an adjustment for her because you know she goes from aunt to a grandmother. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, yeah. I want GH to keep keep remembering that Lucas was a Jones way before. I mean, yes, he is a biological Jerome, but he was raised as a Jones. And he was raised as a Jones. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to see. I want to see Michael and Lucas, like how they're going to handle that truth. I want to see how Carly Bobby handles their new reality. And I want to see Michael as a father. I really do want to see who he's going to take after. Is he going to take if, and And I can see Jason talking to Michael. I can see Sonny talking to Michael. I can see Carly. I can see Bob. I can see Monica talking to Michael. And Michael facing this reality of, oh crap, I'm a father now. Like, what do I do? I'm hoping GH actually tackles. I would really be intrigued by that. Because I'm trying to think, like, oh, he has Ned. Yeah, that's right, he has Ned. It's kind of the because I feel as though Ned needs to be now the new voice of reason of the family. Like he needs to be, yeah, not saying he that he needs to be taking the spot, but he needs to be like the new Alan Quartermain. Not saying yeah, like Alan, gotta, but just being like the voice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we got that happening. We got that happening. As long. Let's see. What else? I, I don't know. Can you see anyone else with Chase? I can't see Brooklyn. them tearing them apart. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn. Well, she's more Dante. Well, 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 Corsair well, doesn't matter. Right. I mean, here's the thing. Brooklyn was with Nicholas. Let's not forget that, folks. For a split yeah, minute. Yeah, I remember that. Um, you know, <laughs> we all remember Lucas in Brooklyn for a split second. Um, I mean, real quick, got his leg. Yeah, it was it was like back in the day when when it, when the team when the, when the last great team scene happened on General Hospital. 
you know, when it was Brooklyn, Lulu, George, Georgie. Oh, Georgie. Oh, Georgie. We miss you, Georgie. We miss you. Um, but no, I mean, I can see if I mean you guys think about it. We got Brooklyn in the mix with Chase. Could be mm. Sasha. Hey, Chase. Oh, I mean, I don't want this to happen. I just, I mean, here's the thing. I, I don't want this to happen, but if Chase ends up drinking and meets somebody at the bar. Oh, oh Lord. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I don't want them to do it, but, you know, uh, let me see. Chase, uh, Lulu. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, that's all I got. So, it's just that I don't want them. Well, what else was nice is Chase's relationship with Michael and how that gelled together. Yeah. And uh-huh. I, you know how that came up. I mean, he even mentioned it today when he was speaking with Nell. He said he almost killed right. one of my best friends. So that. Yeah. That I mean, I see them both as them fulfilling the brothers that they wish they had. Right. Um. Because you know, well, because Michael, Michael needs friends because he don't have any. Michael, Michael don't have friends. any friends. Right. Yeah. They I mean, both if you really have, think about it, he has they both nobody. They're brothers. Right. They both lost their brothers in one. Well, Michael lost both of his well, brothers. True. And and I think maybe Chase is like a a mix of uh, Morgan and Dante together for him. That means he's gonna like penguins. Okay. All yeah, right. probably. Uh huh. No. But you know that's how I, I, mean, I feel. I, I mean, I, I right, might I be a. I just feel so they so. have a bromance. They have a bromance, yeah. sort of like, you know, it's it's, it's the tradition of General Hospital to have, yeah, to have that that um, romance where you got the two guys, and then yeah, but I do feel as though, like Chase, like, and that's going to be another dynamic too. Is once all this comes out, will it affect Chase in a way that he he feels like he can't protect Willow? That's why I said, like, I can see them doing something to kind of not really separate, separate them, but to give them time to, like, now adapt to the reality of that wasn't really Willow's child. And that, you know, Willow has to deal with the fact that she did, that her child is really, like, that is going to mess her up a little bit, is that her child that she thought she gave up really died. Yeah. And she didn't get to say goodbye. You know, like, that is going to mess with her. If GH writes this right, oh, I see an Emmy not the the following year, not next year, but the following year. I can see something. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. And they don't have to be over the top or anything. It's just an emotional break of, like, 
I just need time by myself right now to figure everything out. And then Chase is like, well, I'm here for you when you need to talk to me. And then for him to try to, fit, you know, fight what he's feeling because he feels as though he can't protect Willow, at the same time, it's like, all right, what do I do with myself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Self dis yep. self discovery. Yeah. Exactly. More or less. Yeah. I mean it's probably gonna be more self discovery for for him in the sense of like here's a woman that he loves who and we're just we're just you know, we're just talking on the show. I mean, we don't know anything, but if it happens, it happens. We don't know then anything. Y'all can thank us later. You can thank us later. But um if you know, Willow feels like she needs to be wrapped up in her own emotional ball and Chase can't protect her, then, yeah, he is going to feel like I can't protect her from this. She wants to do this on her own. At the same time, my brother has a child and it's making me feel a certain type of way. I I can see that happening. Mm. Yep. Yeah. That's going to be some good stuff right there, folks. Yeah. And then, like I said, I can see, like, once the truth comes out, I can see Carly be, I can see Carly being the one to say it. It's like, oh, my God, I just found out your child is really alive. It's been here the whole time. Lucas and Brad has been raising your child. I can see Carly being the one to snitch. You think it? And that's how it'll be. And I think, I think that's how it's going to trigger. I think Carly. Well, Carly finds out everything. So I feel as though Carly is going to be the one to overhear somebody, aka Brad, say something, or Lucas mumbling something, or somehow, some way. I have a feeling Carly is going to be the one to 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 find out. And then she's going to probably go to see Nell to get confirmation Mm -hmm. and then go to Michael. And Michael's not going to believe her. And Carly's going to take Michael to see Nell. And Carly's going to threaten Nell. And then Michael is going to confront Brad and Lucas. Oh, Lord. Yep. Yeah, I can see. I can actually see that. I can actually see that play out. Do you think Lucas will remember? No. You got to have some angst there. You have to have. Yeah, you have to have some kind of angst because if Lucas wakes up and he actually remembers that, then I would be shocked that GH would have done that instead of having him. Um. Waited out longer. Right. I think I think Dan and them knows that this story has really gone past the due date. Like the ongoing joke I said was, who is going to find out about their child first? Hope on Bold and Beautiful, or Michael on General Hospital? And I said it's going to be Hope. It's going to be Hope and Nurse didn't last that long. Yeah, I mean GH has this thing where they tell the story. They start the story, they get hung up in the middle, and it drags the end out. And it's like, Lord Jesus, this child's going to be 18 by the time he finds out he's a quarterback. And at first, yeah, 
And I wouldn't mind them doing it, but the thing is, is that they they missed so, so many beats that I'm just like, okay, can we just hurry this up and move on to the next part of the story, which is going to be whose side are you on? You know, if you're Carly and Bobby and Julian and Sonny, you got yeah, you got to think about that too, because they because well, you're going to have Julian, who knows. He knows something about right. baby, and Sonny's going to probably Dr. go Rowe. after him. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, you're going to have Sonny, Carly, Bobby, Julian. Might as well throw Ava in the mix after she comes out of the – well, she's already out looking fabulous. So you're going to probably have Ava somewhere in the mix of it. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It would be nice, but – Fred, Lucas. I mean, it. This could be a really big story of 2020 if GH does it right. Yeah. But I do stick to to what I said that Carly's going to find out somehow. Carly's going to find out and tell Michael, and Michael's not going to believe Carly. So Carly's going to take him to Nell. Nell's going to. Yep, I can see it all playing out. Do you see it? The one periodical said that Jason was going to see some uh, similarities. I think if if the show, because the ironic part is today's the anniversary, back in 96, was it 96, 97, Mm -hmm. that uh, Carly told Tony that Jason was the father of Michael. Yeah, yeah, today's the anniversary. I would love it if Jason was, this is the only time I will say this. I wouldn't mind Jason being in the mix of this storyline, considering he does know something about what Michael will be experiencing. Yeah, However, because he was I don't there want more him than to, Carly was. Right. And not only that, but like I said, like with Michael, like if anybody is sort of, I mean, I always say this, Jason made the ultimate sacrifice too with Michael. AJ's his biological father and AJ really felt, and I always thought, um, you know, regardless of how everything, I always felt as though AJ was, was cheated out being a father to Michael because of Sonny yeah, and was. Jason. So, to me, that's why I said, like, I'm interested in seeing whose parenting style Michael is going to take after, if he takes after what AJ wants, you know, but having that trouble to connect. So, that's where Jason could come in and say, look, I know how it feels because, you know, with Jake and Danny, and even with you, I felt I was just there. But I couldn't, but I was your father, you know? Like, I want that, see, if because I'm noticing, that's why I said I'm noticing more with family stuff now, and I would mm-hmm. like Jason to do that with, 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 you know, with Michael, because Michael is counted to me as one of Jason's sons, you know, let's be real, Jason was there for Michael for, before Sonny was, and then, yeah, I can right. see Sonny, you know, saying, well, look, you know, like, I can see Sonny's going to have some beef with, you know, with Brad and with and Julian, especially Julian. But it's not about them. It's going to be about Michael, Lucas. It's, that's that's really going to be the story. It's Michael, Lucas, and Brad. 
So we'll mm-hmm. say. But yeah, I would like Jason okay. to be a part. I mean, obviously he would have to be a part of it because he would have to he would have to help Michael out with the reality of wow, Michael, you got a son. And you didn't know you didn't know about him until now. So now this is a whole new world for you. And I would like to see Michael kind of get overwhelmed with it. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. And you think he'll so, let Willow in? Um, I think Willow's going to feel some kind well, no. I feel as though because Willow because Willow has has believed that that child was hers, and now it's not like her child is gone. I can see Michael. I can. I mean, I, I can. I don't know if it would be because of that that Willow is Michael, but I I think for right now I feel as though. Because it's also going to, you know, uh, carry with Sasha, too. Like, Sasha's going to be in the mix, too, a yeah. little bit. And I guess that's how we're going to find out about the, the, about Willow and Nina. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just think, I don't think they're going to, like, put Michael and Willow together. No, I don't think. I don't yeah. think they mesh well. I just well. think. Right. I, well, it's not even that. It's just to me where the story is heading in my mind. If 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 I was the writer, yeah. I would have Willow have that emotional moment where she's like, "All this time I thought my child was here, but my child is really dead." And then have Michael, you know, kind of berate, like go after Nell and say, "You told me our child died. Like, do you have any idea what that does to me?" You told you know da 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 da. I can, that's why I said Chad Duel. If if GH really molds this well, this could be Chad Duel's twenty twenty for twenty twenty one's Emmy reel because mm-hmm. Michael and Michael needs to be mad and not like mad for like five days and then all of a sudden no well no I forgive you because I understand what was going on. No 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 no. He needs to be because he's really missed. It's been a year, right? Almost two years. Yeah, he's a little more. Two years of, yeah, he's missed two years of that child's life, and those are crucial times. He doesn't know what that child's favorite color is, or if he has a favorite color, what his favorite story is. He doesn't know nothing. So for Michael, yeah. he's going to have to like this is this could be a really good story if they do it right. Yeah, it could. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I hope I hope they do. Um, I hope they take right. Take a look at that number one there, and I hope it. Yeah. I hope it gives them purpose and drive to keep going. Right. Now I don't know what the rate is going to be for next week, but you know. But you're right. I mean, it, this goes to show you. That anything is possible. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anything is possible. Young and Russell's, Young and Russell's we're going to talk later, though. <laughs> yep. So, 
when we got oh, anything else happening? So we got we got Nicholas, who yeah. needs to think a little more. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he slipped a couple of cogs. Well, you know, he's not the sharpest tool in the shed right now, but no. I can't be like I said. I'm not mad at GH because they brought back Nicholas Cassidy, but there is some things that I'm just like, okay, I need for Nick to not be such a cartoon, and I yeah. need for him to avenge what. Like I need for the that's something else in 2020. Nicholas versus Valentine Cassidy. The Cassidons needs. To, I love the fact that we're slowly building the Cassidons back up. Because now the rightful person to go after Valentine is there. I just need for Nicholas, I'm waiting for the day that Laura sees Nicholas, because I'll probably be crying that day. I need for Elizabeth to see Nicholas. I I need for other people to start seeing Nicholas. That's probably where I'm at. I think you should tune in tomorrow, because... I saw on the previews, I swear I heard Curtis say to Laura, I think the person you're looking for is a little closer to home. Oh, please. See, that's a tease. They're going to tease me with that. Because, no, I'm, I'm actually I'm actually like really looking forward to when Laura finds out. Yeah, I'm, gonna see I'm what looking this forward is. to when Laura and Lulu. Because I feel as yeah. though it goes back to when the psychic told Laura, one of your sons is in trouble. And and I'm thinking to myself, Laura, everybody in your family has faked the dust. You faked the dust. Lucky faked the dust. Elizabeth faked the dust. Nicholas is faked the dust. I'm like, Luke faked the dust. I'm like, your mama faked the dust. So everybody faked the dust. But I'm just going to say, it's like, you know, I just can't wait for when Nicholas is able to breathe, and I'm wondering if they're setting up a who killed because there's got to be a murder coming up on General Hospital. Is it going to be Valentine or Peter at this point? Hmm. My money's on Peter, but that's just me. Um, Peter. So, yeah, oh, wow. you know that guy. The guy who, when Anna and him was talking, and Peter was like, yeah, it's just gotten so crowded with me and Maxie and the baby. And I'm like, really? And Anna said, oh, so how do you feel about that? Well, I feel as though, I'm like, really, Peter? Like, okay, GH, look, I know you're doing a lot of changing, but can we just go ahead and just get this over with? I mean, no offense to Wes Ramsey, no offense, but Maxie and Peter are not working for me. I don't get it. I will never get it. Peter has become that character that started out with a small purpose, and then they decided to make him have a bigger purpose, and now it's time for him to go. Mm, Pam, I hope you're not listening to this. Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I think um, I, I would have felt differently. I think I would feel different about Peter if they didn't say that he was Anna's son and the way they retconned Anna and Fraser's history. 
I think that's I think that is where I can't get on board with Peter is because if you would have said because I remember yeah I remember the, the the exact description of when Peter um, August first came to Port Charles the character of Peter was going to come to Port Charles and cause a rift between Lulu and Maxie that that was the, the that was the description and then when really? they said that Peter was yeah. Yeah, I still have my soap opera digest that said Wes Ramsey as Peter. <laughs> That's what they said, that he was going to come to town. He was going to call something with Maxie and uh, the magazine. He was also going to do something with Lulu. And they never did it. I mean, I think they were, but then I think, you know, they, you know, changed it up for whatever reason. And I think because him and Fiona had history over on Charm, for those who watched the original yeah. series of Charm, you know, I, I don't know if that's that. the case. I'm just going to make that. I'm just going to make that theory up. But I think you know, and there's some other things that they decided to do, like they did with the character of Nell and Hayden, and they enjoyed the actor, so they tied the character to a character that already existed on the show. And what better person, even though they screwed this up, than Anna? But when they said that she was the mother of Peter and Peter is older than Robin. That's why I was like, oh, no, uh-uh, no, sorry, not going to happen. Because they did that before. They tried to retcon um, Robert and Ethan when they was trying to say Ethan was Robert's son. And Robin said, when were you born? Nope, you're not my brother. I still love that scene when Robin said it. Nope, mm. couldn't have happened. <laughs> like, like, Robert and Holly were not together at that time. So, and then you're going to retcon Anna and Frazant's history by saying that Anna, you know, drugged this guy. And no, we all remember Anna was a virgin when she married Robert. So, no. Yeah. Sorry, GH. Didn't work. Now, if you would have said we, that Peter and I still on, uh, stick to it, yeah, I still say that yeah, Alex from uh, All My Children is Robert's mother. All right, so I guess we can. Oh, let's do the time jump. Let's do yep. the time jump. Again, I mixed the words. Jump. I know it's time warp. Yeah, I know I, it's supposed to be time warp, but it's a time jump. So what do you think? This has been, what, three weeks since time jump? Three weeks. How do you like it? Um, it's very interesting. Okay. I, I'm I'm liking it. And today, I got to tell you, I cried. And uh, I cried with Justin and Will. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. So, with this being done, I Mm -hmm. still think Will was set up. I don't think he did I... it. I think okay. Will thinks he did it. Okay. Here's where... I don't want to anyway. I will agree with you on the fact is that I think... I mean, okay. This is where you as a soul fan has to be like, all right, let's stretch our imaginations a little bit. For the shock value of a character, I would I will still say I think he probably did do it. 
for the shock of the of the for me to be like, oh, Will killed Adriana? What? Like, cause you wouldn't think Will, even though his parents who his parents is who his parents are, but it's just Will sweet Will kill somebody? And that person is his mother in law? Oh. Like that wow. Like, like right, but you would not uh, uh, suspect Will to have to do it. So I think he wasn't set up. I think Xander was set up. I mean, not Xander, Lord Jesus. I think Ben was set up. I've said this from the jump. I don't think Jordan is dead. I really don't think Jordan is dead, y'all. I it saves our lives. Nobody's really dead on well, except for Adriana. And Bo. Um, and Dane. Moment of silence for all three of them. But I don't think Jordan's dead. Um, I think she's somewhere in the Netherlands. <laughs> I think um, I think that they set up Ben because of Sierra. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think I think Will did do what he did. I just think Ben was set up. I do. And now he's going to be lethal. What is it? Lethal injection? Is that it? Is he? Yeah, something like that. Oh, is it? God, that look. Is I'm thinking. Hey, look, because I know he he's like what he doesn't get a parole. Like he's on death row. So oh, God. yeah. So yeah. Ron is going to do like he did with Todd Manning. Lethal injection. Oh, I want to the last minute. Minute, yep, in the last minute somebody's like, No, wait. Ben is innocent. I got proof. And here comes Jordan. Boom. Oh, I'm God. You, if that happens if that happens, I read I read Ron Carver. I look, I we all are so fans, but I can totally see it. It's gonna be a cliffhanger either on Monday or Friday, right before the holiday break or something, where you're going to hear, you know, everybody's going to, you know, Sierra's going to be like, <laughs> and Ben is like, I love you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. And you're going to see Victor and, and everybody's like smiling or somebody like that. And then all of a sudden you're going to have somebody come in and says, stop, you got to stop. And they're going to say, who are you? And then they're going to show like a, a camera pan of, of somebody's taking a hoodie off and it's Jordan. And or it could be race where somebody's gonna bring Jordan in and says, "Stop this lethal injection," and then it's too late, and then it's gonna be like, "Stay tuned for Monday's episode of Days of Our Lives." <laughs> like, oh yeah, I guess if you know what be really messed up in all honesty, if that is gonna be like the New Year's Eve episode of Days of Our Lives. Oh no, oh god, and you know they, they said there was gonna know. be another reveal, so right. I'm Unless you're going to show Steve that. No, because we already we already know. Well, okay. If it, if it's going to tie in with Ben, it, it it has to be like lethal injunction at midnight. And I can see I can actually see that actually playing out. I don't know anything. I'm just this is where I can create creative mind goes sometimes, folks. But I can totally <laughs> see that. It's that you know either Sierra. Somebody's gonna 
bring somebody in, and whether it's Jordan or not, somehow, like, I just have a feeling that that's going to ha- happen. Like, somebody, we're going to find out that Ben was set up or that somebody's watching from afar enjoying the fact that Ben is going to get a lethal injection and it's going to be Jordan. I'm still saying Jordan because I don't believe Jordan died. I don't. Yeah, I I can see that. Mm-hmm. Just think about the music, the dramatic moment, like when it's exactly like 11.59 and they, they're going to say, okay, the lethal injection, and, and you, like I said, Sierra or somebody, they're going to be like, <laughs> I love you. And it's like, Sierra. And Hope, a.k.a. Gina, is just like, just looking like, okay, whatever. And everybody, you know, and, and then all of a sudden, you, somebody's going to like, stop, we got somebody here who can testify and say that Ben Weston is innocent. And they're like, and who are you? And then and then it's Jordan is like, oh. and then Sierra sees Jordan or somebody, and they're like, no, no. Thank you. I do. I can do this. I can actually do days of my lives. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> no. The role of Sierra is now being played by Candace. Thank you. <laughs> The role of Ben is now being played by Candace. See, Sony, NBC, I can help you save money. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yep. I know fans gonna be like one person be like, plays no. two parts. Yeah, yeah. Shoot, I can do the whole show. Why not? Why not? Give me all the money. Give me that. I can see it. I can totally see it. I can actually see. I actually now can see that scene play out, and that will be probably your New Year's Eve episode. Meaning that you gotta wait till January. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, January second to find out if Ben survived or not. Oh, wouldn't that again, be if awful. there's no one. Right, and it would be really messed up if the impeachment hearings is on that day too. <laughs> that would... Oh yeah. But at least, you... yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be worse if that actually was to happen and then the the Olympics. And keep in mind, next year, NBC does carry the Summer Olympics. And that's two weeks. Can you that's imagine if weeks. they were to do that? Yeah. Can you imagine if that happens and then it was a, like a two-week break from Days of Our Lives? People would be freaking out. They would. You think that would be put mm-hmm. on the app? I doubt it. Then again, yeah, I would probably I would I would say I would doubt it because um it would I mean unless they got I, that is a good question too, David. I wonder if they're going to do some, because you know like they did a couple of years ago, they took a two week break. They didn't really have anything days, you know. But then again, the app wasn't around, so I wonder. That's a good question, David. Hmm. It wasn't. Yeah. Two years ago. No, it wasn't they didn't around. do anything. They didn't do. They didn't do anything. The only thing that they did was when they came back from a two week break on Bravo, they had a catch up with Dave, and that was oh, when really? they had like like little yeah, and then they stopped it. It was like really like okay. Hmm. 
Yeah. They're going to need to do something, too, when they come back from break, from that two-week break, whether if they're going to put the episodes on NBC or when they come back, have, like, a catch-up with days, like, previously on Days of Our Lives, da 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 and now Days of Our Lives. Hmm. So that is a good question, though. Yeah. That is a good question. We should tweet. We should tweet Ron Carvati and ask him that question. Like, okay, dude, what do you got planned for the Olympics? Like, is it going to be on the app? What's going on? And I'd like to yeah. know who decides that. Well, NBC already has it cleared where, because I count it, not counting the Olympics, but there's going to be maybe nine times that Days of Our Lives will be preempted next year. Hmm. And not news, and it's nothing news. Thing, but it's like sports and Thanksgiving yeah. parade and the puppy bowl and the puppy kennel dog and show thingy. Yep, yeah. Whatever they call it. Yeah. Yeah. The US Open, the French Open, uh some other stuff. So yeah. So that's a good but that is a good question of what they're gonna do for the Olympics next year. Yeah. It is. Good job, David. So let's Thank see. You, um, let's see. Y&R. Let's see. We'll be quick. Let's see. Yeah. And Anthony, where are you? A- Anthony is probably like, I'm not even going to talk about Younger Russell's because I know Candace has got a big mouth and she's going to do justice for every, for every Young and Russell's fan out there. So all I got to say is Younger Russell's. Um, Abby um, taking a chance on love. I'm so sorry, Young and the Russell fans, for saying something about that last year about Abby and Chance. Um, here's the thing. Um, I, uh, I uh, okay. I feel it so with Abby. Let's just start with Abby's character. Here is a situation we have right now. This character is half a Newman and half of an Abbott. Right there, that's trouble. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing with Abby. I like the fact that she is her own person in the sense that she's not working for Jabot and she's not working for Newman. She is actually her own business person. I respect that. She's always been like that. So to Josh, I credit you because you know, the naked, I will never forget when Abby was the naked Herod, um, uh, what was it? The naked, uh, yeah. So for her to still, yeah, for her to still kind of be her own person in the sense of business fashion, okay, I'll give it to you on that. I don't know what they want to do with Abby. I feel as though, okay, you just had her in a relationship with Nate. And you're still kind of, eh, even though Nate gave you the lowdown, like, look, I don't work, I don't work like that. Like, your dad is not going to control my, you know, your your dad almost got me fired from something that I really worked my butt for. It's not like daddy can just give me a job like your daddy does. But now you got her right. with Chance, and I'm just like, um, I, um yeah, yeah, I liked her with Nate. Right. I like her with Chance. I like her with Stitch. I like her with, Ch- with I like Stitch. I like her with Stitch. Right. I don't know how I feel.
feel about probably because and and I've been look I've been waiting for Abby and Chance since Emmy Ryland and John Driscoll been playing played those characters, and that's because I like them on Guy and Light. But with Abby, I just feel as though they really don't know what to do with Abby, and with Chance, I I just feel as though like okay, just put them two together. It's like okay, Chance Abby Abby Chance. There you go. The new Chabby of daytime, folks. Yep, the mm-hmm. new Chabby of daytime. Yeah. Sorry, I know. Oh, and you know what I else know, was missing? Mm. Since since these since the impeachment hearings have sort of um, got in our way, mm-hmm. I did not see the. Neil's memorial repeat or Melody's repeat. Yeah, they, yeah, that was kind of a hard one because it was scheduled for Thanksgiving week, but because the impeachment hearings has made everything out of whack, nobody got to see it unless you went on YouTube. But, uh, yeah, that was, I think that was kind of, uh, I mean, I will say this. I'm glad to see the, that we saw the Peter Bergman one, which was really good. Josh, I will give you credit because that's something you do is the tribute. I must admit to that. Um, but, yeah, with the Jack stuff, that was pretty good. Yeah. The flashback. Like, just the fact that, you know, Peter has been on the show for 30 years and we all remember day one. Yes. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I remember that. I'm like, look at the hair. Look at the wardrobe. I'm like, oh, John Abbott. They're like, him and Jill. Jack and Jill went up the hill. Good times. Good times. Good times. Him and Phyllis. Him and Phyllis. Him and Nikki. Him and the way he treated his siblings. Like, I actually saw... um, Somebody says, oh, now we understand why Ashley went after Jack, because Jack always used that clause of her not being an abbot to his advantage. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, that was that was Jack's game. It's like, if Ashley wanted to be a part of Jabot, oh, no, you can't be because you're not a real abbot. And I have it in, in this contract stating that. And you will do what I say because you're not a true abbot. So, yeah. I actually enjoyed that episode, but um, yeah. But I mean, I mean, we're young and restless right now. We got everything a little bit um, every everywhere, literally every every. Yeah. We got a little bit everywhere. Everything. One thing that they we, didn't yeah. touch on, and maybe they're touchy about, is that uh-huh. Jack had a son with a Vietnamese woman. Oh, and oh. I remember? Mm. Do you remember chemo? I mean, I remember chemo. Um, okay, so here, okay, so this is kind of a touchy subject on the sense that uh, the day that uh, that aired, the Peter Bergman tribute aired, uh, people was like they wondered if they were going to show chemo because apparently chemo is like uh, Bobby Martin. Uh, you ain't hear from him ever again uh, when he yeah. went up the south. <laughs> um, and uh, for those who don't know who Bobby Martin is, uh, go on YouTube or anywhere and ask any All My Children fan. We'll, they'll tell you. 
Um, the the thing is, is that I do wish Young and the Russells would acknowledge that Jack does have a son out there. Um, you know, I I joked and said that Kima was really Sam's biological father, and people was like, "Well, who's Sam?" And I said, "Kane's son that he had with Juliet," and everybody's like, oh. "What?" I was like, "Yeah." I said, "I had I had a whole story planned out with that, and they didn't do it, but whatever." Um, I, I, you know, Peter Bergman has kind of been like, I mean, there's been rumors of, of things and whatnot, but Peter said, you know what, I'm not going to say anything because I'm going to get in trouble for it regardless. So he knows, he look, say, Peter the little knows. Non-jack. Yeah, here's the thing. Peter Bergman knows that fans are kind of up in arms about this, and I think for his, because Peter Bergman's not on social media, so that tells you people, even though he's not on social media, he still hears about it. Um, I think it's something that he's not, and this is just me saying it, that he's not too 110% about revisiting. But I also think he does acknowledge that that is, you know, it, it is a factor, you know, with this character. So I don't, I don't know why they don't want to acknowledge chemo. It's just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I really, you know, I do wish they would. I, I do wish they would acknowledge him, you know, once in a blue moon, like nice. saying, hey, yeah, like him coming home or, you know, like, surprise. And that could be some you know, good angst. Angst for Kyle. Well, not only for that, but for Jack as well. Like, you neglected this person for so many years, and now, you know, here he comes. Like, you already got enough drama to add it household. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. So let's see. What else is going on on that show? Oh. Got to make a quick one. Yeah. Last Tuesday, last Tuesday, Wednesday was the uh, blackout episode. And I will credit who – look, here's the thing. Oh, it yeah. wasn't written by Josh. This wasn't written by Josh. It was written by a great soap writer named James Carmen Brown. And if anybody who is a soap I fan remember. knows that person's name, let me just break it down to you. He wrote the famous uh, Loving Murders, which is my favorite storyline of all time. Him and his wife, who passed away, Barbara, they wrote oh, the dynasty. We doing. Oh my god. Um We gotta end city. it, Candace. We're on oh, we're on a oh. minute. Okay. Young and the Rustlers, you gotta do better. There's some holes in the show. You need to do something because these shows are catching up to you and becoming number one. You need to do better. You have the cast. Joe Joe Well. That's all I gotta say. Okay, and we'll see you guys in two weeks or maybe less. Yeah, who knows? Un- until then, up tomorrow. Yep, we could. <laughs> Till tom- Why not? Until then, and we'll see you soon. Happy holidays. Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. 
For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take2Radio.com.